on episode 468 of Nintendo Switchcraft. New Switch, but not the one you're thinking of. Empty boxes and a classic comes to the Switch. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, it's me, Mario. And you're listening to my favorite Nintendo Switch podcaster, Bill, on Nintendo Switchcraft. Bill, you're number one. Yahoo! Welcome back to Switchcraft. It is usually brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. However, this episode is not live, and I apologize for that. Could not be helped. Let's move on. You can usually tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. On Saturdays, I also record an episode of the show that is all about whatever you want me to talk about. I've got a lot of really good suggestions coming in, uh, so thank you, everybody, for that. If you want to leave a suggestion, ask a question, um, tell me something that I missed out on this week, make sure that you do by using the Twitter hashtag AskRJS, or if you've joined our community Discord, which is over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, there's a channel there called AskRJS where you can leave questions in there. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Frozen Snickers. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. And one more thing before we get to the actual uh, Nintendo news today, and that is that I've got this brand new idea. I was talking to a friend of mine, and they said, Bill, you should do a newsletter about video games. And I said, that seems like a really cool idea. What do I do? And they said, well, give people a website where they can sign up. And uh, then the rest is all up to you. You just make uh, make make a little email that you can send out every once in a while with news stories that you want to talk about. And I said that that is a really, really good idea. So how can you sign up for that? Well, it's super, super easy. If you go to runjumpstomp.com slash mail, uh, you will be greeted by this website. Uh, obviously, if you're watching the YouTube video, then you can see it. But if not, you'll have to use your imagination. Uh, but you can see uh, the free video game newsletter. All you got to do is click on the the big old gif of Homer patting the couch, telling you to sit down next to him, join us. And uh, every couple of days, you'll find some cool gaming-related news, plus my thoughts and a bunch of gifts in your inbox. So again, that's runjumpstomp.com slash mail. All right, we got that out of the way. Let's talk about the Nintendo news, and there's a lot to talk about today. Let's start by looking at uh, a new Switch, a brand new Switch. The Switch Pro? No, not the Switch Pro, and we're probably not getting the Switch Pro this year, but more on that later. We got a brand new Switch from Nintendo. It is an Animal Crossing-themed Switch. I have to say, it is incredibly cool. This story came out yesterday, and I included it in the first free video game newsletter that I sent out yesterday. So there's some people that already knew about this ahead of time. Uh, but this is a Nintendo of America tweet. 
It says, a Nintendo Switch system inspired by Animal Crossing New Horizons is on the way with unique Joy-Con controllers, a custom design on the back, and a special Nintendo Switch dock. It is the perfect way... uh, Ooh, I lost it. It is a perfect way to start your island life. Available on March 13th for $300. And then they have a link to um, Animal Crossing New Horizons website. But if you look at the... At the picture of this, it just looks so cool. Uh, the dock, for those of you who are listening to the show, has like a sandy color to it, and then it's got some waves, and then there, there's an island with uh, with a bunch of uh, money grubbing raccoons hanging out on the island. It's got a pastel blue Joy-Con on the right and a pastel green Joy-Con on the left. The uh, straps that come with the Joy-Cons are green and blue, but the um, clamps that go onto the actual Joy-Con itself are like this, uh, the the same sandy color almost. And then if you look at the back of the Nintendo Switch, it's got some, you can see waves and then a bunch of different islands with a, with a bunch of different logos on it, but it's still like black in color. And, uh, oh, actually, I didn't even notice this before. The front of the Joy-Cons is a different color than the back of the Joy-Cons. The back of the Joy-Cons have that sandy color that I was talking about before, but the front have the pastel blues and greens, which is very, very cool. And uh, it also, I I think it looks fantastic. They also tweeted out this really, really cool looking case with the Animal Crossing logo on it. I think that this looks fantastic. If I did not already have a new Nintendo Switch, and I was, if I were in the market to pick up a new Nintendo Switch, this would be the one that I would get I think it looks great. I love the understated design. I really like the pastel colors. And uh, overall, I just think it's awesome. Now, here's my problem with this. (laughs) Of course there's a problem with this. Of course there is. Here's my problem with this. Nintendo, please sell the dock separately. Please sell the Joy-Cons separately. I'm fine with not being able to get the back of my Nintendo to have that cool theme to it. But... I know that there's a lot of people out there that already have a Nintendo Switch who would really, really like that dock because that dock is very cool looking and you would make money on that, but people don't want to buy another Switch. There's way too much hassle that comes with buying another Switch. For instance, when I upgraded my Nintendo Switch from the OG launch Switch to the new one, the... I got to look at the back so I can see the model number because I can never remember it. The HAC001 parentheses dash 01. When I got the new model that had the improved battery life, it was a huge hassle because going to GameStop, um, like their internet was really, really bad. And getting my, my data transferred from the old switch to the new switch was kind of a pain. And the employee at GameStop, who shall remain nameless because I don't want to get them in trouble, uh, but the employee at GameStop, they did me a a favor because they knew me. And they said, you go ahead and we'll, we'll let you buy the Switches because it was multiples. It was mine and my son's we were upgrading because uh, they had a deal at the time. They said, we'll sell you the Switch. You take all four Nintendo Switch home do the the transfer and then bring them back. And they could have gotten fired for that, but they did it anyway because they were super nice. And so, of course, 
I brought my stuff home. I backed everything up. I transferred everything over on my Switch. I did the same thing on my son's Switch. And then I packed the old Switch uh, consoles back into my backpack. And I drove back to uh, town as fast as I could to uh, hand them over to the GameStop employees so that they would not feel bad. By the way, all of the times that you've heard me say awful things about GameStop, it's never been about the employees. It's been about the, the company. I've never been a fan of the company, but I the employees that work there are awesome, and I just want to point that out, especially at mine. I don't know what yours is like, but the employees that work at mine are really, really great. And uh, it was a huge hassle to transfer from one switch to the other. So why was it such a huge hassle? Well, some games don't support cloud backups, and we didn't want to lose our progress in those games that don't support cloud backups. So it made it really, really difficult to buy a new one. And I think that there's a lot of people out there who are looking at this uh, this new switch, this Animal Crossing switch, and they're saying to themselves, self, that thing looks really cool. I think I want to buy it, but I don't want to go through the pain and hassle of upgrading or not upgrading, of transferring my stuff over to a new Switch. So how about Nintendo? Why don't you just let us buy the Joy-Cons if we want or buy the dock separately if we want? I think that you would sell a lot of those things. Now, in the past, when we've had like the Pokemon um, Collector's Edition stuff, that has not been something where they sell them separately. At least I don't think it has. I've never seen them anywhere. Of course, I've also never really looked, but I'm 90% sure that Nintendo didn't sell the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee colored Joy-Cons separately from the actual console itself, which is the tablet uh, with the glass screen in the middle. Like, they didn't sell that stuff separate, and I think think that's a mistake. I mean, it's fine if you want to sell them whole. Remember that, you know, if if you want to get the whole enchilada, the thing with the, the like the back of your Nintendo Switch like mine just says Nintendo Switch on it. It doesn't have any any cool logo. I mean, I don't know. I think the Nintendo Switch logo is kind of cool, but it doesn't have any uh, game related logos on the back like this one does. So that still gives people who are buying the, you know, they're jumping in at $300. It still gives them something that's different from everybody else. But I think a lot of people want these cool Joy-Con colors. So come on, Nintendo, help us out. Now you can play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or Intellivision video game system. Donkey Kong has multiple screens, just like the arcade game. All right, that uh, little commercial was a little longer than I realized it was going to be. Sorry about that. Let's talk about uh, Nintendo. Listen, I said earlier, I said it's not the Switch Pro. You know, the Switch Pro that everybody's been talking about? It's not that. It's the Animal Crossing one. So, okay, Bill, when's the Switch Pro coming out? Well, according to Nintendo, not this year, uh, Nintendo President Shintaro Furukawa, uh, he was uh, talking, uh, well, the, the first, there's been lots and lots of rumors about this, okay? Uh, but he was talking about this specifically, and he said, uh, this is on NintendoLife.com, regarding Nintendo Switch, we believe that it is important to continue to communicate the appeal of both Nintendo Switch systems, the Switch and the Switch Lite, and expand the install base. Please note that we have no plans to launch a new Nintendo Switch model 
during 2020. All right, so I want to talk about this real quick. No plans. Just because they say no plans does not mean that it's not going to happen. However, it means it's very unlikely to happen. I mean, Nintendo could get in trouble for lying to shareholders if uh, if they they outright lie, but they said, please note that we have no plans. That doesn't mean that they can't, because plans can change. However, I, I trust them on this, and I think what they're saying is, look, there's there's a new one coming. There isn't going to be a new one coming, but it's not going to be this year. Now, I have said all along that, sure, it's possible that we'll get a Switch Pro. Um, I think the best time for it to launch would be holiday this year, along with Breath of the Wild 2. However, I do think that Breath of the Wild 2 is enough to carry the Nintendo Switch past the launch of these brand new systems, uh, more specifically the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. Uh, I think that Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is enough to brace Nintendo for the dip in sales that will come, or that would come from the launch of these two new consoles. That being said, with if Breath of the Wild 2 doesn't come out this holiday season, then I think that Nintendo will have a bit more of a painful holiday season than than in the past. Do I think that the the um you know the Xbox Series X and the and the PS5 coming are, is going to hurt Nintendo a lot? I don't think so. The the Switch is already less powerful than the other current systems. And it sold 50 million, well, 52 million. There's a lot of sales data that just came out, and I don't really want to talk about that on the show. Um, if you guys decide to ask me about it on Ask RJS, maybe I can, maybe I'll talk about it. But like right now, I don't know that sales data is really that interesting. Uh, but the, the Nintendo Switch sold 52 million consoles since its launch in less, less than three years. Um, it took, the Xbox, and I, I can't remember this off the top of my head, and I didn't plan on talking about this, so I don't have the the hard numbers, but I believe it took the Xbox One 50 months. That's, is that right? That's not right. Yeah, 50 months to do the same thing that Nintendo did in 33 months, I th- or 33 months, is that right? Yeah, 33 months. I think that that's pretty impressive. You know, Nintendo is clearly killing it this generation with the Nintendo Switch, do I think that the Series X and the PS5 are a detriment to the Nintendo Switch? A little bit. However, we like the whole idea that the Xbox Series X, and I've talked about this on a previous episode, uh, is not going to have first-party exclusives. That kind of helps Nintendo a little bit because that means that the games that are being made for the Xbox Series X are also, well, actually, now that I think about it, those are just first-party games. Third parties can still target just the Series X. I don't know. I think that we got to wait. I think we got to wait and see. I really think that it is in it is it is in Nintendo's best interest to ship Breath of the Wild 2 this year, holiday season. You will see a mountain 
of Nintendo Switch consoles sell along with Breath of the Wild 2. And I think that that will be to the detriment of the other consoles because the Nintendo Switch is incredibly popular. Nintendo has completely turned it around. And I think most people in the ga- that, that follow the gaming industry know they know that the number of games that they're going to be able to get on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X are going to be limited. When a, when a console first launches, the number of games that are on it are limited. Now, I think that the Xbox Series X has some really good chances of having a lot of games that run on it because of that whole um, kind of cross-generational thing that Microsoft is trying to do. We'll see what PlayStation ends up doing. I think that they're going to announce something on February 15th. Um, So keep an eye out for that in the newsletter. But uh, I I, I think that Hyrule is going to save Nintendo from the, uh, the, the slavering, 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 drooling, attacking, the attacking hordes uh, later on this year. Uh, we'll see. I could be wrong. I hope I'm not. Let's take a break here from a sponsor. When we get back, we've got to talk about some more Nintendo stuff. Maybe Tecmo Bowl? Be right back. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, everybody, we are back. And uh, real one last thing. Listen, hey, maybe you don't want to pick. I, I almost forgot about this story. Maybe you don't want the uh, the you you don't want to spend a bunch of money on the Animal Crossing themed console. Maybe maybe you look at it and you're like, it looks really cool, but I don't want to spend the money on the extra Joy Cons. I don't want to spend the money on the dock. It's just not for me. Would you like a box? What? Yeah, that's right. Nintendo, this also comes to us from Nintendo Life. Uh, Nintendo is selling the box. So the box that contains, that would contain this system, they will sell you an empty box. Now, it's it's 550 yen, which is about, you know, $7, I think, something like that. Um, I don't understand why anybody would buy this, but if, if, if it's your jam, then there you go. Now, 
keep in mind this is currently only in Japan. We don't know if this is happening somewhere else. This is not the first time that Nintendo has done this. They did this with Splatoon. I don't understand why anybody would want to buy this. Personally, I think it's incredibly wasteful and they shouldn't be doing this. You know, uh, kill less trees. I don't know. Maybe it's made out of 100% recycled material, but guess what? You can use that recycled material to make something else. Maybe something more useful. Maybe like Labo. I have no idea. I think this is a crazy, crazy story. All right. I told you that we were going to talk about Tecmo Bowl and here we go. Uh, Arcade Archives, which if you did not know, uh, they have been bringing a lot of old arcade games to the Nintendo Switch, and this is Tecmo Bowl. Now, when I say Tecmo Bowl, or when I hear Tecmo Bowl, the thing that it makes me think of is Tecmo Bowl on the NES, not Tecmo Bowl the arcade game, because I'll be honest, where I lived, we we had an arcade. We did not have Tecmo Bowl in our arcade, in our arcade, Um we just didn't have it. So I was not aware that it was an arcade game. When it came to the uh, to the Nintendo Entertainment System, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, that's a, It's a fun football game, and my friends and I played it a lot. I know, you're surprised because it's a sports game, and I was playing it. Well, you know, it wasn't a simulation sports game. It was, it was just a fun game to play competitively against my friends. So... Uh, Tecmo Bowl Arcade Archives is coming to the Nintendo Switch, and it's. It, I think that that's very, very cool. It is now available. You can pick it up for 8 bucks, and um, I think that it looks really cool. I love the graphics of it. It's got a very cool art style. I don't know how true it is to the original. I'm assuming it's a uh, you know, pixel-for-pixel port, which uh, the other Arcade Archive games have been. I think it looks fantastic. And uh, goofy, like the, the, the players are huge. Um, I think it looks awesome. And uh, there you go. Arcade Archives Tech Mobile on the Nintendo Switch for eight bucks. All right. One last story before I get out of here. And that is The Outer Worlds is launching for the Nintendo Switch on March 6th. So in a little more than a month, you're going to be able to play The Outer Worlds on Nintendo Switch. If you don't know what The Outer Worlds is, it is made from Obsidian Entertainment, uh, and they, basically, this is like somebody took the Fallout games, you know, the new Fallout games that started with Fallout 3, and then Fallout New Vegas, and then Fallout 4, and then um, Fallout um, Pay Me More Money, or whatever it was called, I don't remember. Um, You know, it's like somebody took those games, and took it to space. That's what the Outer Worlds feels like. Now, I've played it on Xbox Game Pass on my PC. And it's a really, really good game. I very much enjoyed the time that I spent in the game. I never beat it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to edit that out. Oh, um, I, I didn't beat the game because <laughs> I don't finish games, let's be honest. Anyway, uh, it's it's coming. It, it first came out on uh PS4 and Xbox One and PC on October 25th. So people have been waiting and chomping at the bit. When are we getting Outer Worlds on Nintendo Switch? Now you know, March 6th. However, now you might be thinking, okay, I'm going to walk into my local GameStop and uh, high-five the awesome employees that work there. And I'm going to go up and grab a copy off the shelf and pay them 
my dollars cents for it. Take it home, put it in the Nintendo Switch and start playing. Oh, but you would be wrong about that. And here's why you would be wrong about that. The game in the box is just a code. It's just a code in the box. Why are they doing this? I have no idea. It drives me crazy that they do this. When they make this, like speaking of being wasteful, you know, Nintendo making a a cardboard box so that people can pretend that they bought the Animal Crossing Switch. Okay, sure. Uh, now we've got the Outer Worlds uh, making a plastic box that you can put on your shelf and then download the game. You know, I said this on um, uh, my other show, Run, Jump, Stomp. I said this the other day. I think it was yesterday, actually. Uh, if you're going to do it, just do it right. Get a get a cartridge. If if you can't get a cartridge big enough to hold the game, and I don't know if that's the case or not because I don't I don't know how big the Outer Worlds is when it's on the Switch. Um, but if you can't get a cartridge big enough, then just go all digital. Now I completely understand that that developers, especially third party developers that make games, they want their game to be on the shelf because people. I don't know how many people still do this, but obviously some people still go into a store and they look at a shelf and they say, oh, what's that game? I'm going to check that out. I think the number of people who go into a video game store to buy a game, not knowing before they walk in what they're going to buy is very, very slim. Very few people go into a store and say, I don't know what games there are. I'm just going to grab one off the shelf and see what it looks like. Like that, that is a dying breed right there. So who is this for? Well, it feels like it's for people who maybe are buying gifts for other people. Like you're going to go into the store and buy a gift for some. Oh, I think that they like the Nintendo Switch. I'm going to buy them a Nintendo Switch game. So you go in. And sure enough, you see on the top of the the package, it says full game download, game game card not included. And you think, well, okay, that that means that they can download the game with this. Awesome. So then you take it home, you buy it it for them, you take it home, make sure you do it in that order, otherwise it's called stealing. Okay. So you you buy it, you take it home, you give it to the the giftee. And they look at it and they say, I don't have a big enough SD card on my Nintendo Switch in order to install this game. Uh, I have to delete all of my other games in order to fit this on there. And now you've basically given this person um, you know, an, an assignment. Now they have work to do, which is not fun for anybody. So I feel like this is a bad idea. This is This is something that should not happen. And I, I wish that companies would stop doing it. I understand why they want to be on the shelf, but I don't. And hey, look, I, I'm an industry outsider. I'm just some some nerd, right? So maybe I'm completely wrong about this. And maybe having a thing on the shelf is incredibly important. But some something says to me that it's not. And if you are somebody who is going to go to the store and buy this just so that you can, I mean, maybe you want to play the game, obviously, but. Maybe you just want a thing on your shelf. I don't know. I mean, I know if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, you see a bunch of stuff on the shelf behind me. And yeah, uh, I don't really use much of that stuff on my shelf, but I don't go out and buy new stuff for my shelf. 
All this stuff is old collectible stuff. And I don't know how collectible a plastic box of The Outer Worlds is. You know what I mean? Anyway, let me know what you guys think. Uh, I really do uh, appreciate it when you do. Use that hashtag, uh, AskRJS, on Twitter. You can also become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, where you can watch the show live on my Twitch channel. And uh, get a hold of me. You know, sign up for the, the email list. It's it's super easy. Runjumpstomp.com slash mail. Uh, this store, this store, this show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, you know how to do it. All right. Runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.